This episode is brought to you by Spotify. On Spotify, you can tune into all of your favorite podcasts, playlists, and party tunes literally for free. Like, I don't even have a premium account right now. (laughs) You can tune into my podcast and so many of my guests' podcasts on Spotify, and you'll never miss an episode because you can just click follow and they will let you know when there's a new episode. And if you have premium, you can download the episodes and listen literally whenever, wherever, like on the airplane when you're super bored and flying to Paris. So if you don't already have it, download the Spotify app. You can search for the Mindset Magic Manifestation Podcast. Be sure to follow me so you can get notified every week for the new episode. Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Minds of Magic and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela J. Hello, hi, how are ya? If we haven't met, I am your go-to gal, helping you manifest your next level luxe life. And what does that even mean? It means you're allowed to be spiritual and a bougie bitch all at the same time and I'm just here to teach you exactly how to do that. So welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Tuesday, you guys. This week is a really special week because it is my last fucking week of school. Can you guys believe? If you follow me on Instagram and have been following my journey, school's been kind of a struggle just because I already work for myself full time. It's not like I need my degree, but I do have a lot of scholarships. So I wanted to finish out just for all the people who are funding my education. And it's not something I take lightly. It's a privilege to be able to go to school but I'm so fucking excited to be done (laughs) and maybe I'll record a solo episode all about like pushing through when something feels very out of alignment if that's something you guys want just shoot me a dm on instagram I'm at the Michaela J if that's something you guys are interested in but this week I'm super excited about our episode because I have my friend Nicole on and she's kind of sharing all of the information everyone's been asking about fitness because when it comes to being fit it's a lot, a lot of mindset work. And you guys know I'm obsessed with the gym. I'm there almost every day of the week. I have a personal trainer. I also eat really healthy. Um, I follow like cutting and bulking a lot of times. I'm just very, very conscious of my health and my fitness. And I'm just kind of doing what feels good all of the time. But it is so much mindset because like we talk about, you have to expect the results in order to receive them. And in order to expect yourself to get the results you want, you just need, you need to be easy on yourself. You need to be loving towards yourself. You need to be accepting. And that's a lot of what Nicole talks about. So I'm really excited to bring this to you guys. You guys have been asking me lots of questions about workouts and diets just because I'm always sharing pictures of my abs and the gym. (laughs) So I thought this would be a perfect match to bring Nicole on. But before we dive into all of that, our sponsor is no other than the Level Up Lux Lounge. So you guys know the doors are actually closed for this, but just because I love you guys and I love the podcast, I'm letting you sneak in late, behind the scenes, secretive 
secretly. And if you use the code podcast, you're getting 20% off. So you get 20% off whether you do month to month, six months, or the annual membership. So it's totally up to you guys. The link is in the show notes. But what is the Lux Lounge if you don't know? It's my monthly membership site where I teach the level up laws of the universe. And these are the 12 immutable laws. And I see a lot about it online, but I've never seen somebody explain them and break them down in a way where we tie it with manifestation and where you can really activate it. So I just did all the experimenting for you and then created the membership so I can teach you exactly what to do. So that's what that is. And you can get in for as little as $37 a month. So the link is in the show notes for you. And one more thing that I want to talk about for you guys to go sign up for is my Maybe to Manifested webinar. If you are listening to this on Tuesday, I am hosting this webinar live on Thursday. So you have to go get signed up this week. It is completely free, a 90-minute training, and it's Maybe to Manifested. We're teaching you how to take your desires from that maybe standpoint to the, the Pinterest board. This would be nice. I would really love to have that. Like, maybe I can manifest this to I'm manifesting this. I have manifested that and just really activate the powers of manifestation in your life. So it's for the girl who has that vision, who knows what she wants, but sometimes struggles with a little bit of self-doubt and especially that question of like, okay, I think I can have all this, but like, is it really, like, is this really something I can do? Like somebody who's like kind of questioning themselves, that's who this webinar and this free training is for. So go get signed up. When you guys show up live to the training, you're getting a free workbook from me, completely free, no purchase necessary. And it's called Next Level Clarity. So we're going to be defining your next level Lux life and exactly how to start taking action towards that. So it's just a super fun bonus I'm gifting you guys. Think of it as like a little Christmas bonus just from me to you. Um, I'm so excited. But yeah, you guys must sign up. The link is in the show notes. And yeah. So our manifestation mode moment this week is something really fun. It's an accessory and it's chain belts. I know everybody basically has seen these belts on Instagram that are like the sparkly chain belts. And I think those are cute, but I feel like they're a little bit basic now. Like, don't get me wrong. I totally rock one, but I think here over at the MMM podcast, we like to be a little bit more bougie, a little bit next level, a little bit ahead of the trends. And so I'm talking the like very cute chain belts that have a couple of layers where there's maybe like it's one belt, but it has three like chains hanging down from it. And classically, these are by Chanel. Like Chanel has really, really cute ones, but obviously they're going to be very much so on the luxury pricing side. And so I found my favorite one you guys can get on Amazon. It's like 14 bucks and it's so cute. I'm going to link it for you guys in the show notes, but I think this is perfect to just put over a plain dress for like holiday parties and new years. Because if you're wearing like a plain black dress, maybe it's like a long sleeve black dress, some sparkly heels, you just throw on this chain belt and it takes you from like a five to like a 12, you know, it just dresses up any outfit. And I honestly think these are going to start to be big. I'm seeing them here, there and everywhere, just like not here, there and everywhere, but just here and there, but soon they will be everywhere. So trust me, you're going to want one. Like I said, the one I'll tag is like 14 bucks. And honestly, like I'm getting ready to go towards summer because I'm going to be in Bali and Australia soon. So I'm like looking at summer clothes and the chain belts will be really cute over like a high-waisted swimsuit with like a kimono. That's the vibe I'm going for. So 
just wanted to let you guys in on that little secret. And before I send you off into this interview, I'm actually going to intro Nicole here because when Nicole and I recorded, I was deathly sick. So here's just a little bit about Nicole. She is a certified personal trainer and she has not one, but two degrees in nutrition and kinesthesiology, I think you pronounce it. Basically really smart fitness and health stuff. And she's also a fitness writer for Betches. If you guys have ever heard, they're like this modern girl cool like online publication they have a book that I've read and it's called Nice is just a place in France or like you know Nice is spelled the same way as nice and it's just like a book about kind of being a bad bitch like having bad bitch energy and she and so Nicole is a fitness writer for them so keeping it real in the fitness realm she's just a total babe here to dish out the mindset around being fit like I said earlier she preaches a lot about self-acceptance and her journey with that she's actually from Thailand and always said that she never really felt like she fit in and so she came to America and finally felt like she found her place found her confidence and now she makes these amazing workout videos on Instagram. So if you guys ever wanted workouts, she makes them and posts them. They're so good. And she actually has a fitness ebook that she is putting out. So definitely check that out. But without further ado, let's get into the interview. Welcome to the podcast, Nicole. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I'm so excited to record. We've had to move around the schedule a million times. So I'm so happy to finally sit down and chat. Oh my God. (laughs) I know. Me too. I me too. I hope you feel better. Oh, thanks. I'm I know you're like yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, let's jump straight into our speed dating questions. What's your horoscope okay. sign? I am a Leo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Feisty mama. <laughs> I love that. So good. Okay. Do you have a morning practice or like a daily ritual? Um, I just started working with the goddess Lakshmi, so I listen to a a mantra every single morning as soon as I wake up. Mm, So good. I love the Lakshmi mantra. I've done that one before. Do you? Yeah. How are you liking it? I love it. I feel like it's such a relaxing um, way to wake up. Usually, like before I started this, I, I, I just started getting, you know, a little bit more spiritual and trying to work on my my energy a few months ago but mm-hmm. um before this I would wake up like literally like like snooze button 50,000 times like rushing <laughs> like frazzled and it's nice when you wake up gently like this to like get yourself in the right state of mind for the rest of the day Mm, I agree. Just like a nice soft thing before you like grab the phone, answer the DMs, like answer yes. the emails. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's still hard for me to not jump right in, right into Instagram like as soon as I wake up though. Same. Wake up, all the notifications, girl. Oh, I agree. I know. I've been so bad about it lately. I need to like tone it down. (laughs) I I feel like that all the time. Mm, Totally. Okay. What's your favorite travel spot? My favorite travel spot so far has been the Maltese. Oh my God. I'm dying to go. Okay. Tell me about it. When did you go? What did you do? (laughs) Okay. I went in 2014 and I went with my family. Um, my older brother is like an avid scuba diver. So he wanted to go for scuba diving. I wanted to go for Instagram picture. (laughs) Of course. I wanted to go because it's the Maldives. (laughs) Right. And then my parents just wanted to go for, you know what I mean? Vacation and all this. And so 
I was like, let's go to the Maldives. Like it checks out everybody's like requirements. But the the ways to get there, girl, was a struggle. You get on a big plane and then a small plane and then a big boat and then a little boat that takes you to your villa. What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a full day of travel, but so worth it because you're just in the middle of the ocean. You wake up, eat breakfast, jump right in the ocean. And honestly, I'll tell you this, my skin has never been so clear as when I was in the Maldives. Something really? about the salt water. Yeah. Like antibacterial, everything. You're glowing and tan. Mm, okay. Well, that's going on my list for next year. Yes, <laughs> might take five go. flights, but we'll get there. <laughs> yes. Yes. You need to go. It's so worth it. Oh my God. It's so high on my list. It looks beautiful. And everybody has like the little villas that are literally like in the ocean, basically. Yes. Like, oh, yes. my dream. Yeah. So good. I love that. Okay. What's the coolest thing you've ever like manifested? The coolest thing I've ever manifested? Um, I would say, oh, my writing job at Bitches. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How did that happen? So I had applied um, over the summer and it was out of nowhere. I'd been following this website for years and years and years, ever since I was an undergrad. And this was like in 2012 when I first started like, you know, reading their website every single day. So a year ago, I was in the midst of kind of like slowing down actually personal training and trying to transition into trying to find a platform to spread knowledge without actually having to be in the gym all day long and you know just kind of transitioning to an online space right and i (laughs) i sent in a writing sample to it was a very general contact email address that they have up on their website and so you know because there's such a big women's space online I was like I don't know if they're even gonna get my email (laughs) but I'm gonna try it anyway (laughs) so I sent in a writing sample and it took three months I remember before anybody back out to me and I was like I was like you know I'm like trying to find a job like I just want to do something I just want to like have a purpose for what I'm doing because at that time Mm -hmm. I was still doing bottle service in the clubs too on the side and it was just not like as great and as fun of a job as just doesn't give your life much meaning, you know? Mm, yeah. So I was like, okay, gonna pray on it, gonna think about it, gonna pretend like I already have it. So I kept on writing and writing and writing in my spare time. And three months later, I thought I had given up hope already, kind of. I was just kind of like, I'm gonna start applying to other websites. And their editor in chief actually emailed me back and was like, hey, we love your writing sample. Like, would you come work, write for us? Oh my God. And you're like, wait, the editor-in-chief emailed me. What? Yes, Sarah. (laughs) She is my girl. That's my girl. She is so cool. I was like, wow. That just goes to show, like, there's so much to say about planting seeds, you know? Like, sometimes we just feel like, oh, it's like, it's one one in a million. Or like, oh, I did it months and months ago. Like it must be done. It's just like, we're always planting seeds and we never know the timing. It's so good. 
exactly it's like the universe has your back in some way or another always oh that's so good and it's like perfect timing too because like you said you were writing all the time so your skills probably got better anyways and then by the time you actually get to write you're like yeah I'm this bomb ass writer because I've been writing every day for three months (laughs) (laughs) and it was all fitness and nutrition related topics so perfect I love that okay what's your favorite luxury splurge my favorite luxury splurge, um, it's gotta be jewelry, jewelry, and, and, yeah, and watches. I I would save up forever. I mean, my clothes, I really don't spend a lot on clothes at all. Like I'm fashion nova all day, yeah. girl. With the coupon, <laughs> you know, with the with the coupon texts every other day. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Give me all the discounts because it's like. I find that, like, apparel is kind of perishable. You know, you wash it a few times, it starts to get, like, faded, whatever, and you, it's time to replace it. But, like, jewelry lasts forever. Yeah. So, um, you go, definitely, I will save up for years and years for a piece because I want to pass it down to, like, my daughter. So, my daughter is going to be the one that gets all my love bracelets that I have. Oh, with I love all the scratches that. on it. <laughs> What's your like favorite piece of jewelry that you own? My favorite piece of jewelry that I own, um, it's got to be the love bracelets because I went back home and my family, we really respect this monk in Thailand. And so what we did, and my brother did this with his watch, uh, we gave the monk, I gave him my bracelets and you know how love bracelets you can take off the two halves. Yeah. And I had him um, kind of like inscribe like a, like a protective charm on the back of my bracelets, all three of them. Oh my God. How special. Yeah. So it's like a protective kind of magical um, thing that I have with me all the time. Oh, I love that. And if you guys are listening, you're like, what the hell's a love bracelet? It's the Cartier love bracelet. <laughs> They're it's the ones that Kylie one. has like 12 of at yeah. one time. <laughs> yes, it's what the Kardashians wear up to their bicep. Right. <laughs> right. It's so like a Wonder cool. Woman shield on them. <laughs> I love that. I love those bracelets. So gorgeous. And how <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah, it just adds to kind of... Um, like the very like personal connection that I have with something I wear all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. What's your favorite book? My favorite book is Law, uh, Law of Attraction by Robert Greene. Oh, I haven't read that one. It's very, very good. It is, it is so like, to, to me, he's the one that writes 48 Laws of Power too. Oh, okay. I've read and that. Is it, have you skimmed through it at all? The law of attraction one? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't even yeah, heard of it. Yeah, or the 48 I've so, read the 48 one. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not law of attraction. I'm so sorry. It is um, Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. Oh, no, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, yeah so... It's like a pickup artist's like favorite book. I don't read it to pick up people, but I kind of like to delve into the psychology of dating and romance just for fun. And he categorizes it's so crazy. It's very manipulative. Uh, though I mean the 48 powers are 
power of law or whatever it is, that one's very yeah, manipulative too. It's so <laughs> manipulative to like the umpt degree. Like I don't even understand. But he like <laughs> one of his main things for the art of seduction is like pick the right victim. <laughs> so you want to go for like the weak, vulnerable <laughs> victim. Oh God. <laughs> But it is a very, very interesting read, and I suggest everybody read it at some point or another. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm literally gonna order that tonight because it sounds so interesting. It's very like how to manipulate. (laughs) Girl, so manipulative, and like he categorizes like the different types of like flirt or seducer that you want to be. Oh, yeah, and then. the types of victims and like methods and like what <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god okay so we're gonna read it we're gonna learn how to manipulate yes. to get the things we want out of life you know yes. what is a good way <laughs> yes. yes we're gonna do it in a nice way <laughs> yeah of course I love that okay and the last speed dating question is what is your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment my go-to at the moment, and for it's been for a long time, is the nitro cold brew from Starbucks. is usually the easiest one because on every corner of the right. universe, but anywhere with a nitro cold brew, I think the nitro makes it a lot easier to drink. Mm-hmm. I love nitro cold brew. Do you live in LA? I do. Okay, Alfred's nitro cold brew is so good. <gasps> I've heard so many things about Alfred's, and I've only been like twice. Oh my and, god, what? And you yeah. live in LA? That's like a sin. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I used to go to the one um, right next to Cycle House. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You need to go and you need to get their nitro over ice. It's so oh good. God. I'm going to go today, actually, because it's time for my evening coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so my god, go. Yeah, you have to go and tag me in it. It's like my favorite drink in the world. <laughs> oh my god, I will, for sure. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Let's start with the interview. I want to hear more about you. I want to hear about your journey. Like how the hell did you come from Thailand to the U S like, what was that about? (laughs) And I want to hear about like your journey of self-acceptance with that and how you just felt you came to more self-acceptance once you got to America. So just Mm -hmm. tell us what that was all about. Okay. So I was born and raised in Bangkok and in Thailand, um, I always, was raised thanks to my parents in like a little bit more of an Americanized environment. I went to an all-American school. Um, I, you know, they were totally open to me, like not really having a lot of Thai friends, but my family is still Thai and very much so like, you know, very um, involved in like Thai society and uh, very conservative. And um, the beauty ideals that, were so contradicting to me was like I would go to school and because my school would be Americanized like everybody looked you know so diverse and there was all types of like all body shapes and sizes and everybody you know was beautiful in their own way but in in the outside environment in Thailand it's like and you can even see this in the media in Thailand it's you're super skinny super like like pushing like a hundred pounds even is like yeah, the norm. For like, small. <laughs> yeah, for so many people. It's like the norm for so many people. And it's like, you'll see that or you'll see like super big girls portrayed in the media and in real life as like the funny friend. And I mm. think that that was a struggle for um, 
the media here, the Western media, like decades ago, right? You have like the funny fat friend and like the pretty skinny girl. And it's crazy because in Thailand, you see that in real life all the time too. And if you would talk to people, like the first thing they would ask you is like, have you eaten? Which is a normal greeting in Asian cultures. But if it's somebody that you know, like a family friend or something like that, the first thing they do if you're a girl is comment on your weight. And it is oh the God. most jarring thing ever. Like to this day, every time I go back home, because I go back once a year, yeah. they're like, Nicole, did you lose weight? Did you gain weight? You look, you know, skinnier, bigger, whatever. It's like a comment wow. right away. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, growing up, I was always on like the bigger side. And so I never really felt like, and it was like not something I could really help. Um, because like I was literally like my bones are just I guess bigger and denser yeah. um right. and everybody was just so delicate over there and I just felt like so big and I just like hated myself and I fell into like a downward spiral of eating disorders in middle school but I started off by like over exercising because I was involved in so many extracurriculars um that I would just be like I want to just, I'll just work out all day and like not eat because I'm already so busy that it's easier for me to not think about eating. Mm -hmm. And so when I would eat, it was like huge binge all the time. And so it was like a vicious cycle, of like guilt and shame and like being disappointed in myself and like restricting myself as punishment and all this just craziness. And that at that age, you're really you're doing a lot more damage to your body than you realize with all the hormones going on. Um, and that went on for years until I graduated high school and went to college in Virginia. Oh, so and, random. Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia. I went to George Mason University, which is like 20 minutes from DC. So it wasn't like in the country country so it wasn't yeah. too bad <laughs> I mean I live in Nebraska so I mean it's not much better <laughs> yeah so you kind of know the struggle my school was next to a senior home so oh god my apartment's next to a cornfield so I I feel you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just silence at 10 p.m <laughs> yep <laughs> so my undergrad the irony was my degree is in nutrition. My undergrad degree is nutrition. And I aced all my classes. I was so into the topic. I just was so afraid to apply my knowledge to myself because at that point I was so used to living under rules and restrictions and little weird rules that I would have for myself. Like numbers that would come up out of nowhere. Like today I can't eat more than 800 calories, that type of thing. And it was based on just nothing but like I wanted to have something where it's like, you're doing something right or you're doing something wrong, mm, yeah. you know? So it's like, you're either passing or failing. Like I kind of took that with my body and it was like so damaging to my mental health um, that like, it, it was just a constant cycle of like self-hatred and it wasn't even self-love. It was, I was either like, just okay with myself or I was like hating myself and my body and I didn't start working out until after undergrad 
when wow. I moved out to LA. Yeah. So working out seriously, like in high school, I was a cheerleader, a dancer. So I was working out in that way, but I never like lifted weights, like nothing like that seriously until I moved to LA and started doing Barry's boot camp and Cycle House. And I was like, this makes me feel really good. There's you, and then I started shifting my mindset with food mm-hmm. to fuel me for these activities instead of something that I had to punish myself for and be so restrictive. Um, and I started to accept my body. Not only was it changing for the better, like I was transforming my body in a way that I was super happy about, but I was also transforming my my feelings towards it. Like I was appreciating what it could do on the treadmill when I'm sprinting versus the fact that like, okay, it doesn't look completely right in, in this pair of jeans, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that time, um, the whole beauty paradigm was starting to shift. And I think it's thanks to Instagram. And I mean, I don't want to give the Kardashians too much credit for their bodies, but <laughs> they really, <laughs> they really brought back that it's okay to not be stick skinny. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people will say, yeah, like their bodies are super fake or whatever, this and that, but it's like, on a relatable scale, a lot of the girls will find that maybe having a curvier body is more achievable than having a body like Kate Moss. That was the rage when we were in middle and high school. Right. You yeah. know? So in that sense, I feel like it gives people the like hope and like encouragement to like kind of accept their bodies and do something that like you can't you can't turn an orange into an apple you know what I mean you can't go from being like having not being born with a certain body shape to wanting that body shape without completely harming yourself Mm -hmm. and so with Instagram and like the Kardashians popping up it was like okay now we're really starting to see the diversity in all these body shapes and it's helped me accept myself even more yeah that's so interesting and even going back to like the food pattern to me like okay I'm only gonna eat 800 calories this day it's like we just want that control a lot of times over things like we're like feeling uncomfortable in our bodies and like we might have a certain body shape and that's something we can't control and so we're like I'm gonna put these boundaries on myself and sometimes it can be so unhealthy and I feel like that happens to a lot of people and I'm excited to have you on and talk about all this fitness stuff because all of my listeners know on Instagram, on the podcast, that mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with fitness. And it's like, mm-hmm. I had an eating disorder in high school as well. And it was like, we just love that control, but we can shift that from a place of like, oh, I'm going to, you know, restrict myself and, you know, I'll feel better that way to being like, I love my body. I want to celebrate it. So let's eat healthy. Let's, you know, work out. Let's love that my body can run on the treadmill, and not hate that. Like, oh, this part of my thigh is jiggling. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's all just a huge mindset thing, which I think is really, really fascinating. Yeah. So when you started to like accept your body, do you feel like you had those kind of in and out days? Do you feel like you accepted it and you were good to go? Or was it like a practice for you? It was definitely a practice. I don't think that everybody is always 150% accepting of their body and like loves it totally. all the time. Um, there's definitely, you know, like when you're PMSing that you're like, oh, fuck, like, <laughs> like, 
why are my jeans not fitting right today? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, I think the with with practice and just kind of that transition into more of a self love space, you snap out of it quicker with less damage being done to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not you're having a day where it's like okay, like these jeans don't fit quite right, but I'm not going to punish myself for it because I know it is because of this, this, and this, and not because something that I'm doing wrong. Yeah. And just make it a very like objective thing and not creating all these stories in our mind about this, this, and that. And be like, oh my God, I ate this piece of cake. I need to run for like 30 minutes and just being like, it's okay. I accept it. I was having, you know, I was at a party. Yeah. I'm gonna have a piece of fucking cake and it'll be fine. Like, I think that's an issue that a lot of us run into with fitness is we're creating all these stories. And it's something that I do all the time too. Like I'll like drunkenly eat some kind of fast food or like French fries. And then the next day I'll be like, Oh, I'm so bloated. But it's like, we just need to take it from an objective standpoint and be like, no, I can just reset tomorrow. I can just eat a salad now. And it's okay that I ate fries yesterday. (laughs) Right. And the thing with having those boundaries is because it's so black and white, a lot of us, once we step over the line just a little bit, we're like, fuck it. Oh, I can curse on here, right? Oh, of course. (laughs) I was like, you know, like I would have, I would slip up and maybe have like a tiny piece of chocolate, but it was over the 800 calories. And I would just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Fucked up already. Let me just go ahead. And Mm. then next thing you know, it's like everything. That's what's so dangerous about having those boundaries for yourself because it's right or wrong. It's pass or fail it's black and white. There's no area where you're like, okay, like we're like in the gray area right now. Let me stop before I take it too far. There's none of that. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. And it's like, I do that. I just doing that recently. Like I like just got my period TMI for everybody listening, but I was like, I just really want some damn chocolate. So I like went to the store and got like this super healthy, like cookie dough. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe I shouldn't spend like the rest of my night eating cookie dough, but it's like, but I want it. So I'm going to have it. And then, you know, yeah. tomorrow I know what my, my meal plan is. So it's like, yeah, okay. I'm going to have one treat and I know I'm going to eat healthy tomorrow. So it's like, it's no big deal. Yeah. Cause you can just bounce back instead of spiral down. Like, okay, now I'm going to eat chips and nachos right. and pop and all of that. Exactly. Exactly. When you have less limitations for yourself, you can see what you're really like capable of in all areas, like with your willpower, oh. with you know, physically with your body, with your mentality. It's just kind of like that freedom is kind of what we need. Mm, Oh, I love that. Like less boundaries, more freedom. That's so good because like, and it's the same thing with like manifestation and mindset. When you like stop putting so many fucking rules around your life, so much more is possible. You can manifest so much more money. You can manifest more friends. You can manifest more trips. Cause like, of course it's all accessible to you. You just have to remove the rules that you're taught and that you're creating for yourself. Right. Everybody's been taught with these certain like limiting beliefs. And sometimes we impose that on ourselves and it limits our potential, you know? Yeah. I love that. So when it comes to like self-acceptance, what do you feel like are some important tips that have helped you that can help listeners? Like what has really helped you like love yourself more? I think what has loved myself more or what has made me love myself more is really looking at everything that my body like has taken me through. 
like all those girl, all those rough nights partying and stuff like that, and like all those, you know what I mean? It could be even like a, a particularly grueling workout session. Like you want to just appreciate that and be like, oh my yeah. god, like my legs really like could squat this many pounds, and I could really curl like bicep curl this many pounds. Like this is crazy, and like seeing that progression every single time you go in makes you appreciate your body so much more. Mm, yeah. So, and how do you feel like that kind of acceptance, like being like, okay, like, yes, hell yeah, I can do this. My body is so powerful. Like, how do you think that helps you get closer to your goals? Um, I think that like that kind of mindset where you're working and you're grinding and you're seeing results, you can apply that to everything else in life. Like you'll mm. see so many people that like work so hard and you know yeah they're making money but then their health is suffering if they only applied that mentality they have that mentality where if they wanted to improve their health and like work on their body they could because that hustle is already there in their work you feel me mm, yeah so if you want to apply that mindset to everything in your life you're golden Mm, yeah that's so good yeah. sorry I, like cut you off on your tips but I just like thought of that and didn't want to forget it <laughs> <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> so back to our self-acceptance tips what other tips do you have <laughs> um for self-acceptance I would say feeding when when I had less of like like a mathematical approach to my food and you start looking at the quality of your food, it really helps you feel better. Like, mm. you know, like when you're eating like nutritious foods and stuff like that, you're kind of like embodying that like higher version of yourself. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? When you're treating your body right, like for me, like I would always think like what the person that I want to be, what is she doing? Right. You know what I mean? And I already am that person. So it's like, a part of self-acceptance is already accepting that you are that higher level of yourself. You just have to bring her out, right? Yeah. And so you're like, what, what is she doing? Like, how is she eating? How is she working out? How is she working? How is she talking to people? Like, you want to embody that completely. And then totally. once you do and you get, you know, all this positive reactions and feedback back to you, it helps your self-acceptance. It helps you accept that you know, you, you should work to be a higher level of yourself every single day in all aspects. Yeah. I love that. Like you're getting the positive feedback. Like it's almost positive reinforcement over and right. over and over again by like continuing on. And there's a podcast that I love, Ed Milet, and he always talks about like just following through what you say you're going to do for yourself. Yeah. And that's yeah. just going to build up that self-acceptance, that self-reliance. You're like, okay, yeah. I, you know, I have my back. I follow yeah. through with what I say. And you know, that's how my higher self is. So of course I'm mm -hmm. going to continue. That makes so much exactly. sense. Exactly. Exactly. And I would say the last part that's helped me really accept myself and, and improve that in myself has been discipline mm, and patience. So good. Yeah. That's discipline so and patience. Nothing will come to you without consistency in some kind of way. And that's applicable to not just fitness and not just nutrition and eating right, but everything. Yeah. With work with making money with taking care of the people around you you don't just check up on your friends once a year you know you right don't, you don't just go to the office once a year you have to consistently do it 
that's how you improve everything in your life. I agree. Consistency is like the most important thing. That's why I think a daily practice is so important. I preach about it up, down, all around. It's like the little things you can do daily, that is what is creating your dream life. That's what's bringing you your health goals, your money goals, your career goals is like, what are you doing every single day? And I think that's what a lot of people run into when it comes to just like a fit and healthy life is like maintaining that, you know, it's like, okay, people are in the gym and then they're like, okay, I'm going to work out for this vacation. Then they go on the vacation and they fall off and then they get upset because they gain the weight back. So how do you think we can start maintaining that fit and healthy life? How can we continue with like the discipline route? Um, the first eight weeks will always be the hardest. That's when you're going to have to keep yourself the most accountable. Mm. Um, I would say schedule. And if you live and die by a schedule or a Google calendar or a to-do list, (laughs) put that in your list because it's going to, it's going to help you like, you know, that feeling of when you get to check something off your to-do list. Oh, so good. Yeah. So rewarding. something that like you can do in a day to like get that feeling of like okay I've accomplished something like I've accomplished this task and it's just a matter of getting yourself in the gym um I would also say if like the hardest part is getting there so it's like if you want to meet up with a friend at the gym or hire like a trainer usually some gyms well this is like a hack and like I don't work at a commercial gym anymore but they would totally kill me for this there is usually like a first like free session or like two, three free sessions at a gym that you could try out. Um, and they have these promotions all the time. Like I know the gym I used to work at would do like a free personal training session for your birthday. So oh, like yeah. even getting like a personal trainer or like a trial session or something, but having that scheduled in where it's not like you can just cancel on it and nobody would know. Um that will help you get to the gym. And once you get there, you're already there. Like, let's just do it anyway. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's like, you just need to like have your clothes laid out, have your gym bag ready, like pick the time you're going to fucking go. And I think the hardest part is people need to push through their bullshit excuses. And a lot of people ask me about this. They're like, oh my God, you're in the gym every day. Like, how are you so dedicated? Do you ever lose motivation? Fuck yeah. Like I work all day and I'm, then I'm tired, yeah. but it's like, yeah. you need to have a reason to go too. I think it's yeah. super important. It's like, why are you doing this? And it's like, like we were saying earlier, you're following through with what you said you were going to do. That's right. so important. Like schedule it in, follow through what you're going to fucking say you're going to do and just go. Right. Just say, just, if you tell yourself you're going to go, you got to go. I think the most bullshit excuse is that they don't have time. I think everybody needs time for what you want, what you really want, you know? Um, Like, think of all the time, like, all the hours in the day you spend scrolling through Instagram or (laughs) watching TV. Like, even if you, like, transition that and move that same, very same, you can still scroll on Instagram, you can still watch Netflix, just do it on a treadmill, do it on a Stairmaster you feel so much better about yourself. I agree. Like take your Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star video, put it on the Stairmaster and walk your ass up those stairs. Yes. And the thing is I, with the gym, like you, I'm sure you know very well, it's like we get endorphins from working out. So you're just going to be happier afterwards. You're going to be happy that you're doing it. You're going to sweat. You're going to feel good. It's like, I think, 
I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like people get addicted to those kind of endorphins and that will keep you motivated to go. Is there like some science behind that? There is. There's definitely science behind that. So yeah, like you said, the ha- like the endorphins start flowing when you are in like fight or flight mode, kind of that adrenaline okay. rush is going, and you have to push yourself to a certain extent, or you have to actually finish your workout to be able to get that feeling. So mm. when you're consistently going, it's going to be torturous for the first eight weeks because you're not <laughs> yet to to those rushes. You're like. You're like developed, it's not like heroin, you know what I mean? It's like one shot and you're addicted to it. If that was right. the case, everybody would be in the gym all day long. They're right. But it's one of those like gradual, <laughs> gradual addiction. So you got to push past the pain to get addicted to it. And then once you get addicted to it, you actually crave the gym because you miss sweating and you miss, you know, being out of breath and working your ass off and you miss that sense of accomplishment and just the happy hormones like flowing through your body mm, the key yep. is just get yourself there yeah you yeah. got feel like you're talking about it's like I'm very addicted to so if everybody listening is like how's Michaela in the gym every day that is how I'm so addicted to that feeling and it's, it's like and right and when you come back to like the mindset and manifestation side of things like manifesting is all about feeling really really good and it's like I manifest really easily because I make it a priority to sweat my ass off in the gym every day so I get those endorphins so I feel good so of course I get everything I want because I'm always like you know it just brings that extra rush of energy too um and what what would you tell somebody who's like oh but I work all day and I'm tired when I get home and I'm just not motivated like what would you tell them to get them in the gym I would say you work all day for all this money, but if you don't get your ass in the gym, you won't live long enough to spend that money. Oh, <laughs> so good. Get them. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, people just stop, they need to stop prioritizing wealth over health. I feel like a lot of Ooh. workaholics, that used to be my brother. He was like a workaholic who would work all the time. He worked for Deloitte Financial Consulting and okay. you know, those hours are rough and I get right. it. And I was over here, like, personal training. I was trying to motivate him because, like, every time I went back home, he was just getting bigger and bigger. And I was like, bro, like, what's going – like, why do you look 40? <laughs> You're like, I can send you a plan. Like, what's happening? Right. I'm like, okay, you are only – you're eight years older than me. You're, like, barely pushing 30. Why do you look 40? So yeah. I was like – he was like, I just don't have time. I was just like, you drink, like, every night with, like, your voice. Like, because of, like, your coworkers, you know what I'm like? Yeah. I just take that planning that you do and take it in the gym and mm. brainstorm shit while you guys are, like, walking on the treadmill or, like, lifting weights. Like, you know, people think working out has to be, like, a your, and sometimes it is. Sometimes you get in your zone. You don't want to talk to people. But if you go with, like, a friend and make it a social thing, it's so much better. And, like, you, your creativity is through the roof when you're, like, pushing yourself and talking yeah. and because it's like a the hustle mindset is already there in the gym and so right. you apply that it kind of like it's contagious that hustle mindset will like go into <clears throat> your brainstorming or your meeting it's it helps Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense because I always feel like when I'm at the gym, I to warm up, I always like do a treadmill walk or like walk around the track or stair step. And whenever I'm like in that zone, 
I get the best ideas and I just get like random downloads and like, oh, this would be really cool to put in a course. So like, oh my God, I need to tell like this client about this idea. Like you really do just get in that creative zone. And I feel like it could almost be because you're outside of like your normal life, you know, like you're in the gym, you know, you're sometimes you're by yourself. Sometimes you're with a friend, you're just doing your thing and it's, you're not so serious. You're more open to like receiving those ideas. Yeah. I think cardio is honestly one of the best ways to multitask ever mm-hmm. because you're stuck. Like you're stuck on a machine. You have a full 30 to one hour, 30 to 60 minutes of yeah. being here and you have to really focus on what you're doing. Yeah. I, yeah. I answer all my DMS while I'm like walking or emails and like just engaging with like, posts on Instagram, yeah. all this stuff, you can get that done and on the treadmill because it's like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. that or YouTube. So like take your pick. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just a good oh, way to be that. efficient. Yeah. Cool. Okay. What do you feel like is the mindset of somebody who's like super fit? Like, you know, somebody who's in the gym all the time, mm-hmm. what are they, what are they thinking? What are their beliefs around fitness? Um, I'll say are because I feel like I am one of those people. Oh, you definitely are. (laughs) (laughs) Our beliefs revolving around fitness is that it is an essential component of our lives, of our day. Um, I don't work out every single day. I, I work out five of the seven days a week. Um, when I don't work out, I still, you know, believe that I, but then I believe recovery is an essential part of health. And it's like, yeah, being anything, you can be as rich as you want, honestly, as famous as you want, as successful as you want. If you don't have health, what are you really going to do with that? Mm. So it's like prioritizing your health. That's kind of our belief. It's like everything starts from a, a healthy place. Yeah. Um, anything that's good starts from a healthy place. So it's like, you are, you're responsible for creating that for yourself. Nobody, it's one of those things where nobody can work out for you, you know, like (laughs) for for work, it's like you have people to graphic design for you, to create websites for you, to schedule your appointments. It's like, nobody is going to walk on the treadmill and you're going to reap the benefits. It's like the one rare thing that you have to do yourself like true it's the work that you put in it's the work that you get out it's not like corporate america where it's like you know the ceo gets the credit for like the intern or anything like <laughs> yeah. that like, yeah it's it's really like one-on-one mm, yeah. that's so good and i think it's like a lot of like fitness and wellness and becoming healthy a lot of it is the mindset piece and so i think anybody listening if fitness is like something that's a priority to you which it should be so you can live long um <laughs> you just need to start to take on these kind of beliefs that fitness is a priority and i was actually hosting a brunch in vancouver and a girl who came told me she was like i want to be a fit person so like i just asked myself what do fit people do they go to the gym so i bought a gym membership and i'm like yes it's that yeah. simple, you it know? It really is. It really yeah. is. It's like, and it's like accepting that changes don't come overnight. Yeah. is another key principle that comes with fitness. Cause a lot of people get so demotivated 
after like a week of working out and they're like, okay, well, I still look the same. It's like, yeah, right. of course, because nobody turns into a millionaire in one week, you know? Right. So mm. prioritizing, making it a non-negotiable aspect of your life is really the key belief that, you know, hardcore fit people have. Yeah. And I think that goes for all successful people. It's like, making things non-negotiable. It's like making your daily practice a non-negotiable, making the gym a non-negotiable, like making sure you're eating your vegetables. That's a non-negotiable, drinking your water. I think having non-negotiable, like firm ones set up in place, like we said earlier, it's just, it's all the little things that you can stick to daily. That's really going to affect and change your life. Right. Right. Mm, So good. Okay. I want to hear what are your like best secret fit tips? Because you have so much education in all of this, as everybody heard in the intro. So what are like your secret hacks? (laughs) My secret hacks. Okay. So I would say my biggest secret hack um, during the day would be to always carry a bottle of water with you. I knew that was coming. (laughs) in LA. So it's like, I feel like, I think the air here is super dry, but also it's like everybody is driving and like traffic sucks. And it's just like, you never want to be parched or like, you never want, like I've been stuck in like two hour traffic going like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it was only like, like 14 miles or something like that. And so I was like, okay, (laughs) like I like now I'm like, like dehydrated I'm cranky I'm like hungry (laughs) now I just want something sweet I don't know what it is but it's like when I whenever I don't drink enough water my diet automatically goes down the drain I get all these weird cravings and it's always for junk food interesting I'm sure that happens to me I'm gonna I'm gonna check that and be like next time I get a craving I'm gonna be like am I dehydrated (laughs) seriously because sometimes it's just your your cells just need that like hydration and otherwise it's going to make you feel like you're hungry too. So you're going to, yeah. Um, my second tip is making sure you get your vitamins in. Oh yeah. So a multivitamin I think is so key because you could eat, you know, enough calories, calorie wise in a day to keep you going. But if those calories are, lacking in like vitamins and minerals your cells are still hungry like your cells are still craving Mm -hmm. certain certain vitamins and that translates into craving um sugar or craving salt or craving like that crunchiness you could your your cells are trying to tell you like hey like can you feed me this vitamin b and it comes out like they, you know, it comes, it translates to your body and your taste buds as like, oh, I need to go get me some chocolate. Okay. That's interesting. So just like a multivitamin is what you would recommend. Yeah. I would recommend a multivitamin and I don't have a specific brand. The brand I take is, um, my kind organics and I get it from Mm. Whole Foods, but you want to make sure that it's, it's on the organic side and that they have, um, like seals of approval that what is in the vitamins are actually the ones that are in it. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, sometimes I'll say it has like all like the complete, like full package and maybe they don't have that. So right. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to waste your money. Um, and my 
other one would be when I'm traveling to always pack workout gear. Mm, because okay, like it, it will, doesn't matter where you're going. I think as because I mean honestly, like you could use travel gear to like travel into. So yeah, if you're running out of clothes. If you're having like a day where like nothing else you've packed is like flattering, just throw on some workout gear, and you're like you know as leisure cute. But right. <laughs> but you like you always want to go on vacation or go on a trip thinking that you're gonna work out. It's like a hard adjustment for people, I think, in the beginning, because they're usually like, oh, I'm on vacation, like, fuck it. But right. that, but trying to get back into the swing of things is going to be so much harder than if you just stuck with it while you're away. Mm, that's such a good one. It's like you put in those eight, those eight hard weeks to like, you know, get consistent in the gym and then you're just going to blow it all on vacation. Like that's very much like an all or nothing pattern. We just, and like we said earlier, we want to maintain the healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and another one of my hacks is I, to build a butt, I work out my glutes three days a week. Oh, wow. Okay. So I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sometimes I'll do Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Um, And this might be a lot if you're starting out. If you're starting out, I suggest twice a week. Mm -hmm. But on Monday, I will do kind of like a a heavier set. So you want to do heavier weights and less repetitions. Okay. And get like like maybe 70% sore. And then on Tuesday or on Wednesday, switch it up and do lighter weights or no weights at all and work out with like a resistance band and do higher repetitions. So that means 12 reps and up. So 12, 15, 20. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah. And so you're kind of just switching it up. You're, you're able to target your muscles differently, but you're also maximizing the work that's being done and the fatigue. Mm. And on those rest days and right after your workout, make sure you get in a lot of protein so you're not super sore. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, good tips. Yeah. And if you guys are like looking for workouts, just go to Nicole's Instagram because she has like a <laughs> bunch of workout videos that are great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I love that. Building booties, building self-acceptance. All yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, okay. And the last thing I ask everybody on the podcast is what's your number one tip for manifesting your goals? The number one tip for manifesting your goals, I would say definitely really, um, getting into that mood. Like regardless of what happens to me through the day, I have a morning ritual and like a night ritual. So the morning ritual I'll do like the Lakshmi mantra and visualization yeah. and journaling. Um, and at night I do just meditation with my crystals and it's like whatever, regardless of what happens in between the time between my morning and night ritual, when you, you really want to feel that gratitude at the yeah. end of the day and get into that mindset mm. and you it's like a time to let everything go so kind of shrug off things that don't matter like if somebody honked at you when you were making a left turn that happens to <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> you know 
your first reaction, my usual first reaction is like, fuck you. <laughs> right. You're like, who the fuck just honked at me? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, at the end of the day, if that, honestly, that shouldn't bother you for, like, you shouldn't be holding on to that for more than, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Minutes. But it's, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, if you're, like, about to do your nightly meditation, if you're still hanging on to that, just let it go. Mm. There's things that, you know, really setting boundaries for what matters and what does not matter yeah. is my biggest tip for manifestation. Because if you're going to hold on to, like, little things, all the time, it's all it's going to do is hinder what you're able to manifest into your life. Yeah. It's just like putting your focus on the wrong things. Yeah. When you do yeah. That. Yeah. Like don't let things bother you. It's just more so like shrugging things off a little bit. A yeah, little bit I love that. I love, I always tell people like, it's a shitty five minutes, not a shitty day. Like don't think exactly. about it for any more than five minutes if it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And getting rid of toxic people in your life is probably another really big tip. Oh, yeah. So important. Oh, my God. Because people have such an effect on us. Yeah, I am such, like, an energetic person. I think I absorb people's, like, energy. So yeah. it's like, if somebody is toxic, I'm like, oh my god, this is so draining. Like, <laughs> yeah. My battery is, like, dying. <laughs> yeah, you're like, get me out of here, I can't. <laughs> Seriously. But, I, and this is a question for you, but do you feel like sometimes, like, once you start doing energy work on yourself, it's like, the people that you were once close to, you're no longer close to? Oh my God. I've had that happen to me so many times. Like once I started on personal development, I like immediately lost like one of my best friends. Like it just dropped. Yeah. It's just like, you just start to vibe on a different level. And when people aren't continuing to vibe upwards, when they're just staying stagnant, you just kind of outgrow them and it's nothing to them, but it's like energy is energy. And if somebody's being stagnant, it's going to exhaust us. Yeah. It's so exhausting, and you're like, oh my god, like the negativity. Yeah. I just want to get away. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of the harder things to do is getting rid of people. But yeah, and I think that's a good thing to bring up too. It's like getting rid of the toxic people. It's like if you feel exhausted by somebody, that's like a very clear sign that you probably shouldn't spend as much time with them. And yeah. I get this question a lot. It's like you don't have to completely drop them, but I would definitely say like minimize time with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important. I'm still trying to figure that out myself, but I've done it yeah. to, you know, like gotten rid of like ex-boyfriends and stuff like that. And so right. that has been the biggest shift ever because sometimes like you'll be fine, you'll be vibing high and then your weirdo like ex-boyfriend hits you up and your whole energy <laughs> just like shifts and you're like, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a high vibe situation. And like, nope. <laughs> yeah. So, so, funny. so getting rid of those kinds of people helps yeah. your, helps your vibe. Tell them goodbye. I love it. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much for kicking everybody in the butt, telling them to drop their excuses, <laughs> get consistent, love your body, bitch, like all the good things. Yeah. Everybody yeah. find you online. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram. It's at I love Nicole Nam. So I L O V E. N-I-C-O-L-E-N-A-M. And my podcast is available on Apple iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and vibinginvalentino.com. 
and it's called Vibing in Valentino. Beautiful. And I can't wait to be on. So you guys will have to look out for my episode too. I'm so excited to talk to you. We're going to get down. You're going to give all my listeners like how to manifest their best life because. Oh, I can't wait. I know. I'm so excited. It'll be so good. Amazing. Okay. Everybody go follow Nicole, go watch her workout videos. They're so good. And if you feel lost in the gym, just do exactly what she does. Like you're going to be fine. Just get your ass in the gym. Here's the fitness content you guys wanted. (laughs) Thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on. It was an absolute blast. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Amazing. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.